Hi, this is Ananda, President of the Hare Krishna Community near Washington, D.C. What follows is a Sunday talk recorded at our temple. Every Sunday we invite the public for meditation, a talk, and a vegetarian lunch. We'd love for you to join us. More information is available at iskonofdc.org. That's I-S-K-C-O-N of D-C dot org. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy the talk. Hare Krishna. Obagyanti mirandasya gyananjana shalakaya Chakshurun militamyena tasmai shri gurave namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutaha Padakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Ragunatam Vitamtam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vranda Vaneshwari Vrishabhano Shute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpataro Bhyascha Kripasindu Bhyavacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadigar Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Very grateful and honored to be amidst all of you all here today in this very beautiful uh, temple in DC. Um, I've been asked to speak on relationships and one of the reasons I speak on this topic many, many times across the world is because this is probably one of the most needed, desperately needed topics that you know people are dying to hear. And every time I speak, and no matter how long I speak, people always feel it is short. And today I'm going to speak really short. So you're definitely going to feel at the end of this it's short. But... Um, I guess in a topic like this, even if we hear little, um, a few important things, it just helps us open our perspective towards relationships, open our perspective towards connecting with uh, each other. As I'm going to talk about relationships today, um, I'm not talking about any particular relationship. This is These are principles. And these work, whether it comes to husband-wife relationships, whether it comes to relationship between parents and children, 
whether it is friendship whether it is relationship between devotees in a community whatever it works at all levels um these principles that i'm going to speak about are principles derived from the ancient texts of india the ramayana the mahabharat the bhagavat the gita now as i'm going to speak i am not really going to tell you where i have got which from the principles are all over in all the texts actually but i'm going to share a few stories while i'm speaking because i strongly feel human beings are most open when it comes to stories listening to stories and speaking stories in fact human beings go to sleep when you talk philosophy yeah i've seen all over the world most people go to sleep the moment you start talking philosophy and the moment you tell a story people wake up again you know so uh, i like to call myself a storyteller and i tell a lot of stories but through the stories we drive home some very important principles and messages and that's what i'm going to do today of course i always tell please remember the story but along with that remember why i told the story many people remember the story but they forget why i told the story you know so having said all that let me talk about relationships now relationships is like a bird if you squeeze it too much it dies if you set it free it flies but when you give it enough love and affection it stays the question is how much is too much and how less is too less for every relationship this balance is what is important the mahabharat talks about some principles uh, on which relationships can be built these are called the four a's of lasting relationships the first a is called as acceptance we need to learn to start accepting people as they are rather than expecting them to become as we are the tendency in today's world is every relationship is filled with expectations and sometimes the expectations are very unnatural expectations if when we connect with one another based on expectations and the moment those expectations are not met there is lack of acceptance the mahabharata talks about a very interesting analogy in a section known as the viduru niti this section says this analogy says just like a honey bee uh, sits on a flower and sucks a little nectar if you ever seen honey bees sitting on flowers and you know sucking nectar from the flower it always takes a little nectar from one flower then goes to the next flower takes a little more nectar from the next flower goes to the third flower takes a little more goes to the fourth flower you will never find a honey bee sucking so much nectar from one flower that the flower dies the honey bee is sensitive to the flower so viduruniti it gives example of this honey bee and it says human beings should be like the honey bee when you're dealing with others human beings are like flowers and the more sensitively you deal with them the more there is nectar available what do you mean by nectar what is the honey that we get from human beings every relationship promises you so much actually you get so much from every relationship and therefore human beings are not rational animals 
they are relational animals look at the growth of facebook you know look at the growth of whatsapp you know people are dying to connect to one another people are dying to communicate with one another why because people humans are relational animals they need relationships relationships thrive on acceptance and they strangle on expectations and unfortunately rather than expecting people accepting people as they are we expect people to become as we are which means we want people to be a xerox copy of ourselves or photocopy of of ourselves and as we say it in america in india we say xerox copy because you know xerox has become like a symbol of photocopy so we we want to make people a photocopy of ourselves we have some likes somebody who whom we love should have the same likes we have some dislikes somebody we love should have the same dislikes as a result people feel very frustrated and strangled under the pressure of expectations so acceptance is a first principle on which relationships thrive the second a is known as appreciation every human being needs one thing and that is appreciation in fact there is a survey that is done in the corporate world and in the survey according to the survey the number one thing that every employee complains about his employer is that i do so much for him but he doesn't appreciate me enough and the one thing that every employer complains about his employee is that i do so much for him he never appreciates me enough both sides same problem you know the lack of appreciation appreciation i call i call appreciation as a magic carpet which takes relationships high everyone is looking for a magic carpet to grow in every aspect of life you know when it comes to relationships the magic carpet is known as appreciation that means if we learn to genuinely appreciate one another relationships can thrive unfortunately people don't understand the importance of appreciation enough i was giving a lecture in a pre marriage um event there was like quite a few people in it and they asked me to speak on relationships naturally because it's a marriage event you know and i was speaking about the importance of appreciation a man stood up in the audience this fellow was a 75 year old man you know and he told me something very interesting he said i have been married to my wife for the last 50 years the fact that i'm staying with her is that not appreciation enough do i need to really appreciate her you know after 50 years do i really need to appreciate her you know i looked at him and i told him you have a brilliant smile just you know out of the blue i told him that you know and you can imagine this man he was like blushing his his smile had become like 10 times bigger you know i asked him how did you like it you know the fact that i appreciated your smile he said yeah it felt nice i said 75 years you have been smiling and after 75 years somebody is appreciating your smile doesn't it feel good that's exactly how appreciation is every human being needs to feel appreciated and that appreciation if you find if you study our scriptures it's there in every page of every scripture let me just explain to you what i mean if somebody has read the bhagavad gita or even glanced at the bhagavad gita you'll understand what i'm speaking about krishna calls arjun by different names in the gita 
Sometimes he calls him as Gudakesha. Sometimes he calls him as Kaunteya. Sometimes he calls him as Savyasachi. Different names. And Arjun calls Krishna different names. He calls him sometimes Govinda. Sometimes he calls him as Gopala, Madhusudan, so on and so forth. Do you ever think why these people take the same person's name differently? That's what appreciation is about. Every time Krishna is taking one of the names of Arjun, he is appreciating one of the qualities of Arjun. When Krishna is calling him as Gudakesha, he is appreciating the fact that he has conquered sleep. When he calls him as Savya Sachi, he is appreciating the fact that Arjun is ambidextrous. So, just by taking names of each other, they are appreciating each other. So, appreciation is a part of the culture of the Vedic times. And therefore, the more we make appreciation a culture, it won't remain a tactic. You know. Nowadays, when people use appreciation, it's a tactic for them. Business tactic. You know. They use praise, appreciation as tactics. Appreciation is not a tactic. It has to become a culture. And therefore, only when appreciation becomes a culture, it will be very genuine and will be very heartfelt. And heartfelt appreciation encourages. The third A is known as acknowledgement. So the first A is acceptance. The second A is appreciation. The third A is acknowledgement. That means we should acknowledge the presence of others in our lives. Many times we take people for granted. And we just assume that they are going to be there in my life forever. You know, why do I need to acknowledge them? You know, when people fe don't feel acknowledged, they actually feel disconnected. Many times, um, what is acknowledgement exactly? Acknowledge mean, acknowledgement means trying to understand what the other person is going through in his or her life. Many times people come to me for counseling, guidance, you know. And I'm sitting with them and hearing them for one hour, sometimes two hours, you know. I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting and listening for two hours. And after two hours, they tell me, thank you very much, you have solved our problem. 90% of the time, I've not even opened my mouth. And people feel I've solved their problem. Why? Because people don't want solutions to their problems of life. They want someone to understand their problem. Because not all problems have a solution. Most problems in life have to be tolerated. Some problems in life have to be neglected. There are very few problems in life that actually have a solution. So what people want in a relationship is not solutions to the problems of life. They want somebody who can understand their problems. Unfortunately, human beings have such a tendency to solve problems, you know. There was a man who went to a hotel and he asked the waiter in the hotel, do you have any solutions for hiccups? And the waiter said, yes. He bent down, picked up a mob from the ground and he hit this man on his face. So this man said, why did you hit me? He said, see, your hiccups is gone. This man said, I didn't have hiccup. My wife who's sitting in the car outside has hiccups. <laughs> You know, sometimes people have such a tendency to give a solution before understanding the problem. You know, Everyone wants to be a superman or superwoman. You know. 
you know when it comes to real life people love superman superwoman on television you know but when it comes to real life people want humans they don't want superman superwoman you know what they want is humans and the greatest um violence that you can do to a relationship is not spend time listening to the other person now when i say that you know when i say that you should listen what do i mean by listen there are many types of listening you know the one type of listening is known as spaced out listening spaced out listening means physically here mentally not here you know i mean i i see so many people doing spaced out listening when i give lectures you know <laughs> physically present but mentally you know, sitting on eiffel tower you know maybe on taj mahal god knows where you know the second type of listening is known as pretend listening that means they, they pretend that they're listening and some people have perfected that art of pretending to be listening their eyes are open they nod their head also you know but nothing goes in you know they just pretending to be listening the third type of listening is known as selective listening that means i listen only to those words that are useful to me you know like there was a man who went to who used to go to a mosque every single day you know one day he just stopped going so the molvi the the priest he went to this man's house to find out why he stopped coming so this man said i read the quran and in the quran it was written one should not go to the mosque now this molvi was really up, up bewildered he said how can it be written in the quran show it to me this man went and got the quran it was written over there really you know one should not go to the mosque then the molvi looked carefully that was the last sentence on one page and the next page it said without washing one's hands and legs <laughs> this man only read that much you know this is known as selective listening only listen to that much that is useful to me you know then there is something known as empathic listening where when you listen to the other person you don't listen to the language you don't listen to the words only but you you listen to the intention with which the words are spoken i'm going to share with you two stories from the mahabharat that really brings out this point very powerfully the first story is a story where the war was going on and in the middle of the war there is a there is a day where arjuna takes his vow that he is going to kill a man named jayadrath by sunset so the war begins at sunrise and by sunset if arjun doesn't kill this man called jayadrath he would have to commit suicide so it is a very critical day of the war and the war began early in the morning at 6 o'clock and arjun and krishna his driver they were racing towards jayadrath as fast as they could half day is over and this was late afternoon krishna told arjun that the horses are tired krishna told arjun if you don't stop now the horses will die arjun said fine they got off arjun got off the chariot uh, he created a a wall of arrows within which krishna took the horses and he started taking care of them massaging them feeding them grass feeding them water taking really good care of them in the middle of a war can you imagine and arjun is fighting over here outside they spent a good one hour can you imagine such a crucial day of arjun's life time is so crucial in the midst of such a crucial day krishna and arjun actually took out time 
to take care of the horses and then after after an hour krishna said we are ready and the war continued that's the first story just keep it aside i'm going to tell you a, sec- a second story which is again in the war of mahabharat but this happens with somebody else there was a warrior named karna who at one point became the commander in chief of the kaurava army after he became the commander of the kaurava army he told duryodhan the chief that i can easily kill arjun provided i have a chariot driver like krishna you know sometimes small children when they fail in exams you ask them why you failed they say we have a bad pen you know no connection basically you know so karna is telling uh, duryodhan if i have a driver like krishna i can kill arjun duryodhan said where will i get a driver like krishna there is only one krishna you know so karna said nothing doing i need a driver like krishna you know so then he himself said there is a king named shalya if this king becomes my driver i can easily defeat arjun so now this shalya was nowhere a friend of karna and he was a king and he had a big ego you know so duryodhan went and told shalya can you become driver of karna shalya said impossible why the hell will i become driver of you know karna so duryodhan begged him pleaded with him forced him somehow convinced him you know to become a driver shalya said i'll become a driver on one condition the condition is that i will speak whatever i want duryodhan said no problem speak whatever you want become his driver you know so he got on the chariot and karna got on the chariot and as soon as karna got in the first thing he tells shalya is take me to arjun and shalya says it looks like you want to die today <laughs> can you imagine what a beginning of their relationship you know and karna says why don't you just shut your mouth and drive you know shalya says truth when spoken is always bitter you know and karna says see i don't blame you because your parents have not raised you properly you know shalya says at least i know who my parents are do you know who your parents are you know and this goes on and on and on they are like verbally abusing each other you know shalya is telling karna a story he says there was once a proud crow just imagine there's a war going on all directions arrows are shooting and this fellow is telling a story in the middle of the war you know so shalya is telling karna there was a crow who was a proud crow and he knew 108 ways of flying you know and was showing off too much and in the midst of all the showing off all the crows all the birds in the jungle were fed up of this fellow and they decided to teach him a lesson they brought a swan and asked the swan to compete with the crow in flying the swan chose a a, a competition which was very simple they had to fly across the ocean so they started the swan was gliding straight across the ocean and the crow was doing all these 108 ways of flying you know flying backwards sideways this that after some time the crow got exhausted and it was dying it was falling into the ocean you know and it finally accepted defeat so this shalya tells karna you are like that crow and arjun is like that swan you only keep speaking too much and arjun does everything you know so finally they reach where arjun was and karna takes out an arrow and he's pointing the arrow he's aiming at the neck of arjun now shalya is an expert warrior he knows exactly you know uh, what the art of war is he tells karna 
डोंट शूट द नेक वर्जुन शूट द चेस्ट वर्जुन करना टेल्स हिम सी वंस आई टेक अ एम आई डोंट चेंज इट शाल टेल्स हिम यू आर नॉट लॉर्ड राम टू से दैट बेटर टू चेंज इट इफ यू वॉन्ट टू लिव यू नो करना सेज नो एंड शूट्स द एरो सो एंड कृष्ण सीज द एरो कमिंग टूवर्ड्स अर्जुन कृष्ण इज समथिंग वेरी सिंपल यू नॉट ही डस ही प्रेसिस इज फीट ऑन द चैरियट एंड एज सुन एज ही प्रेसिस इज फीट ऑन द चैरियट द हॉर्सेस अंडरस्टैंड एक्जैक्टली वॉट कृष्णा वॉन्ट्स दैम टू डू एंड द हॉर्सेस फॉल ऑन द नीज एंड एज सुन एज द हॉर्सेस फॉल ऑन द नीज द एरो गोज अबव अर्जुन हेड एंड इज नेक इज सेव्ड शाल्य लुक्स एट करना एंड सेस आई टोल्ड यू <laughs> and then the fight continues so i'm stopping both the stories here but i'm just wanting to help you understand the connection between the two stories and the concept of relationship that we are dealing with you know in the first story look at the relationship krishna was communicating with the horses the horses and krishna belong to different species they were speaking a different language but krishna was able to understand the exact language of the horses and the horses were able to understand krishna's language in the other one karna and shalya human beings same species speaking the same language but communication is not happening now what exactly is communication today we have so many ways of communicating with each other we have telephones we have emails we have whatsapp and we have what's not we have so many ways of communicating but more relationships are getting destroyed because of excessive communication so what exactly is communication so i always say before you communicate with one another we have to learn to connect with one another connect before you communicate so before krishna communicated to the horses how did he connect with them to be able to connect with the other human being anybody else to be able to connect with the other person you should understand the needs interests and concerns of the other person if you focus on the needs interests and concerns of the, of the other person the other person focuses on your needs interests and concerns but unfortunately in today's world we live such selfish lives that we are only focusing on our own needs interests and concerns and the more we focus on our own needs interests and concerns the less communication will happen and therefore before you communicate with each other let us learn to connect with each other relationships has a uh, one very important element for any relationship to work and if you have that one element any relationship can thrive this is the element of genuineness if genuineness is not there no matter how many tips you know of relationships relationship won't won't last but if there's genuineness if you don't know anything else relationships will somehow the other last and therefore uh for us to be able to have genuine lasting relationships the most important thing that we need to really focus on on the long term goal of the relationship we, if we focus more on our own role and our own greatness the relationships tend to break but if we focus on the goal of the relationship then the then the then the focus is more on the selflessness rather than the selfish aspect and then relationships actually thrive thank you very much hare krishna any questions or comments oh i'm sorry i started with okay the fourth a i forgot 
so the first a is acceptance the second a is appreciation the third a is acknowledgement and the fourth a is something that happens if you don't follow the first three a's if you don't follow the first three a's then the fourth a comes which is known as alienation alienation means you start feeling that you're living with an alien who doesn't understand your language who doesn't speak your language and who lives in a different planet you know and that's exactly what happened between karuna and shalya right though they were from the same planet they were actually aliens to one another they were not able to communicate with one another so if you don't appreciate enough if you don't acknowledge enough and you don't accept enough then the fourth a comes in which is alienation thank you for reminding me Anything else? Any other question? Yes. You are absolutely right. Krishna and Arjun were in the battlefield, and Krishna spoke Bhagavad Gita to Arjun in the battlefield. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Yes, I have a comment. What you were saying before uh, is uh, from the play Fiddler on the Roof, and this husband and wife they have seven kids, and the wife complains, "You never say I love you," and the husband says, "I have been working hard for so many years." you have been running the home i have been taking care of the kids why don't you believe that i love you i will do this without loving you she said but still i like to hear that i love you i think there's a common thing it more in women than men <laughs> there is a difference in the psychology of men and women you want to hear that yeah. what's the difference <laughs> if you understand this you understand half the things about relationships typically when a man is in a problem when a man goes through any problem in his life the way a man deals with the problem is by thinking they come and think so typically when a when somebody is going through a problem in work so the husband comes back home and he starts thinking which means he becomes quiet so when her husband becomes quiet the wife immediately understand that he is in big problem the way women deal with problem is by speaking they have to immediately go and speak express and that's when they can find solutions to the problems of life so when they see that a man is going through difficulty and he is quiet they go and ask him can i help you and the moment a man is asked this question can i help you you know then he starts feeling his big ego comes in between and he starts feeling that means i can't help myself you know and then he becomes even more quiet he starts thinking even more you know 
and the woman starts feeling that this fellow is in real problem so i need to help him so she starts speaking even more and that's where the whole crisis begins you know so this is not a difference this is basically a difference in the psychophysical nature of the way men and women are created so what women need from a man is expression this is one of the reasons mother sita chose lord ram because he has the ability to express what is in his heart clearly make sense <laughs> anything else There is a book out called Men Are From Mars and Women yes. Are From Venus yeah. and a lot of those same aspects. Yes. Yeah. Like you so mentioned about solving a problem when really people come to you with problems but they just want someone to acknowledge the problems and listen. But men want to solve the problem yes. and want to fix it, but that's not always the case. Any of the women want to ask questions? <laughs> Seems only a men asking questions. <laughs> So in our tradition we <clears throat> are so encouraged to listen to stories the leela of the lord and to immerse ourselves in the stories and we all feel very connected to the stories can you just speak a little bit about why specifically in this tradition of bhakti why stories and immersing ourselves in stories some of the reasons why it's so important in our spiritual lives I'll tell you a story why stories are important <laughs> um there was a king named janmajay and janmajay was the descendant the son of parikshit who was the great grandson of arjun you know so unfortunately janmajay didn't have too much of association with his father in terms of you know the bringing because father he left much earlier so janmajay ended up becoming a very arrogant person very arrogant king you know so there was a sage whose name was jaimini rishi and jaimini rishi wanted to help janmajay understand philosophy understand spirituality so Jan- janmajay was just not ready to listen he said i have no time you know whatever you want to tell me tell me in quick and go from here you know jaimini rishi said you give me one minute and in one minute i will explain to you whatever i want to explain and i'll leave so then uh, janmajay said no problem one minute do whatever you want and jaimini rishi spoke one verse in one minute Jaimini Rishi said there are two biggest fools in this world one fool was known as dashanana and the second fool was known as suyodhana the first fellow was a big fool dashanana was a big fool because one monkey came and burnt his whole kingdom and still he didn't understand and the second uh, man suyodhana was a greatest fool because one arjun destroyed his entire army single handedly in virat but he still didn't understand that's all thank you very much and he was going away you know so now janmajay he said wait a minute who is this suyodhan and who is dashanan what is this you know vanabhangam leela you know what is this monkey burning the for uh, his palace and what is the story of one man defeating his army tell me clearly because it didn't make sense to him you know it's just like a puzzle basically so jaimini rishi said see you asked me to tell you something in one minute i told you but now if you want to listen to this properly then i need time 
जन्मजय से टेक टाइम टेल मी क्लियरली वॉट दिस स्टोरी इज ना एंड देन जैमनी ऋषि स्पोक द एंटायर महाभारत फॉर डेज एंड डेज एंड डेज टूगेदर एंड दिस मैन वॉज सिटिंग ओवर देयर नॉट मूविंग रैप्ट अटेंशन एट द एंड ऑफ द होल महाभारत जैमनी ऋषि आस जन्मजय क्वेश्चन ही सेस इन महाभारत इट टॉक्स अबाउट फोर इंपॉर्टंट थिंग्स धर्म अर्थ काम एंड मोक्ष principles of religion you know um, the principles of enjoyment in this world wealth and the principles of perfection liberation out of these four what do you think is most important you have heard so much you know what janmajay says janmajay says according to me all these four are not important at all so jaimini rishi feels what is he heard you know i have spoken so much janmajay says something unbelievable you know what he says he says according to me the most important thing is you should keep speaking and i should keep listening <laughs> that's all for me that is the most important thing i don't care dharma arth kama moksha i only want to hear from you as much as possible you know can you imagine where it began this fellow didn't have time to hear one minute that's the power of stories just captures your attention and till it gets over you can't get up you know makes sense <laughs> it's what um, homeopathy calls as sweet pills you know philosophy or all the details quoted in us very sweet medicine put in your mouth that's all <laughs> yes so in the west they say that 70% of communi- communication is non verbal also in south asia we say there is a kanda called chup kanda keep quiet mm-hmm. and then communicate would you tell a story about this <laughs> um when we speak about the power of silence you know when i i was speaking about the whole concept of um, hearing you know listening listening to what the other person has to say um in the tradition what uh, which we come from the whole tradition of bhakti there is always a concept of spending some time hearing and then spending some time speaking basically we we call this shravan kirtan basically even in our singing we always do this hear some for some time speak for some time um what hearing helps us with hearing helps us see the other person's perspective unfortunately um we tend to speak more as we were discussing you know so the tendency to hear the other person's perspective is not there so therefore the way our um, traditions work is practically all the scriptures is somebody speaking and somebody hearing the bhagavad gita is krishna speaking arjun hearing the bhagavatam is shukadeva goswami speaking parikshit hearing practically every scripture is somebody speaking and somebody hearing that means when the person hears he spends some times in silence absorbing and then that silence helps him contemplate and ask questions um 
when um, uh, Sita spent 10 months in Lanka in torment, you know, tortured by uh, Ravan and his 700 demonesses. So Sita, she naturally had every right to be angry on um, you know, people. But those 10 months that Sita spent, maximum time Sita spent observing. She was observing everybody's actions. And she came to a very interesting conclusion at the end of her observance, which she tells Hanumanji in the form of a story. So when Hanuman comes to the end of, um, when Ravan was killed to rescue Sita, Hanuman tells her, the 700 demonesses have been troubling you too much. Now it's time to kill them. You tell me how you want me to kill them. Do you want me to you know, bite them? Do you want me to tear them? Do you want me to punch them? So Sita tells them, I want you to forgive them. So Hanuman is wondering, why is she saying forgive? And then Sita gives her experience of 10 months living in that place. She tells them, uh, she tells Hanumanji a story. The story she tells was, she tells, one time there was a man who was running away from a tiger. And the tiger was chasing him. And this man climbed up a tree. And he sat on top of a tree, saved himself. And on that tree, there was a huge monkey. And now this man was scared. Because the monkey is dangerous, the tiger is equally dangerous. you know. So the tiger communicates with the monkey, talks to the monkey and tells the monkey, throw this fellow down. He is a human, we both are animals. You know. The monkey says, no, I have given him shelter. He is my person now. So the you know monkey goes to sleep after some time. The human being goes to sleep after some time. The tiger is sitting over there only. After some time, the human being gets up. And the tiger tells the human being, see, I am hungry. You throw that monkey down, I will eat the monkey and I will go. Then you also can go home. You know? The human being throws the monkey. As expected of humans. You know? <laughs> and as the monkey is falling off, suddenly the monkey catches a branch of a tree and comes up again. You know? And the tiger tells the monkey, see, I told you, don't trust human beings. You know? The tiger is playing the double game. You know? So the monkey tells him, I am not a human being. Once I have given somebody shelter, I will never go back from my words. So Sita quotes this story and tells this story to Hanumanji and advises him. This is her conclusion. She says, just because somebody behaves bad doesn't mean that we also behave bad. My observation of this whole 10 months of staying in Lanka is, these 700 demonists were troubling me, were not troubling me because they wanted to trouble me. They were troubling me because Ravan wanted them to trouble me. They had a bad master, therefore they behaved badly. But now if they have a good master, they'll behave well. So Sita spent quite some time observing. That observation is um, due to her silence. So many times what we don't understand by speaking, we understand by observing and hearing. And that power is what is known as Shastra Chakshu. Chakshu means eyes. Shastra means scriptures. That means seeing the world through the eyes of the scriptures. For us to have ability to see properly, we should be we should have the ability to you know contemplate and observe. So, makes sense. Very grateful to all of you all for your patient listening. Um, we come to the end of our time. Is, is there any time for more questions? Or? So, if you have to see properly, but actually you have to hear properly first. Yes, perfectly right.
let us off our thanks for presenting.